0: Hello, and welcome to Studio Wellness in the Studio with Anne podcast. I'm Anne, and thank you for being here. So today I want to talk a little bit about Poshmark and why I do it. I know I have some people that have asked me about it and I've shared it, so I thought, why not get on here and share kind of why I do it and some little tips that I've, you know, discovered along the way. So the first thing... Is why I started Poshmark. So I kind of started it when I started getting my Stitch Fix which is a subscription you get where you get a box of clothes you have three days to try them on keep or send back. If you're not familiar with it um, I could probably go into more detail but I'll try to stick to Poshmark. but it's kind of something I did for myself after I forget which child I had and I wanted to clear out my wardrobe because, you know, we all have that wardrobe that just tears us down. Having babies, my body changed or I just held on to clothes too long and I got sick of them or, you know, they didn't fit me right. Why are they even in here? And I got sick of going to get dressed and having that pile of clothes that you get because you're like, nah, I don't like that. Why do I even have this? Ugh, that doesn't fit. And then You're like, I have to wear something, so I'll just settle for this. And I got tired of having that wardrobe. So I started Stitch Fix for myself because I don't like to shop. And it was easy and convenient. It came right to my door. We also downsized our closet. So I had less space and was committed to being more efficient with it, having less clothes but more clothes I loved. And I have looked at all the clothes that I bought And never returned because I hated them. And how much money I was just like wasting. So Stitch Fix actually was not costing me a ton of money. It was actually helping me spend money more intentionally on things that I liked. That actually I'm going to wear. And make me feel good. And so I made a commitment to clear out my closet. I donated a ton of stuff. And then I started Poshmark. At first I just started it with just random things. And then it evolved to where I cleared out my Poshmark closet and became more intentional about the branding and sort of what I wanted my closet to be. And if I had a store, what would I want it to sort of be called and what would I want the niche to be and how would I want it to be structured? So if you're going to start Poshmark, you could do one of two ways, either just randomly start it, just start posting stuff or maybe start out from the beginning kind of being a little intentional about it and thinking of it from like a business standpoint of if this was a store what would I want it to what would I want it to be so now my Poshmark closet is specifically more branded towards stitch fix clothing that I'm a mom I do stitch fix I'm going to share my stitch fix finds with you that you know I'm ready to clear out they're not hardly worn now you can benefit from them. So that's sort of my thing. I'm able to price a little bit higher and work more deals and um, sales with people because of the quality items that I post. I typically do not post anything that's uh, not like in brand new condition. And if I do put something that's more worn, I'll usually do like a set where it's like a, a brand new item with something that's a little more worn. And then it's like a reduced price kind of a thing, which I just did with a maternity robe um, that was brand new with tags and then a matching maternity top. But that top I actually wore a little bit more and it was a little more worn, but not really worn. But I wouldn't say it was like brand new condition. So I put the two together as a matching set. Um, So, you know, again, it's kind of... um, going to take time to figure it out but that's what i would suggest is kind of sit down and look at it like what do i want this to be for me and how do i want it to evolve and it can just be something fun you do on the side or you can make it be something that you actually you know make a decent amount of money on it um i would say the next little tip i would give is um to make sure that you're sharing your items because I didn't realize that at first, that you want to make sure that you're sharing almost every day or every other day, sharing your closet, your items into the feed of people that follow you. So it's a community just like social media, like Facebook or Instagram. So you do want to start, I would say the first thing you want to do is set up, you know, what kind? what's the name going to be, what kind of structure do you want to have, what items are you going to list, Take decent pictures of your items and get them listed and be as honest as you can about the condition. If there are flaws, show them, take a picture, tell them about it because you also want five star ratings because people look at that. So you don't want to start out like not getting good ratings because that's going to really hurt sales so for me, I made sure I was as transparent as I could be and honest and I made sure that I was doing the best I could to make sure that I was getting good ratings and I wasn't just selling just anything either. Um, so I would say, you know, be as honest as you can about the items and show if there's flaws and then you want to start getting followers. So I would go and I would follow new postures. I would um, also, anybody that follows you, I would follow them back. Make sure that you're always reciprocating. um, In Poshmark, they're really big about etiquette, so make sure you're reciprocating in a positive way. So I would try to be on there. You know, like we're on Facebook every day. You know, make sure you're on Poshmark first. If you're going to be on any social media or on your phone at all, It's best to be on Poshmark and not Instagram or Facebook unless those outlets are actually positive, like this is an income producer for you. So I look at it that way where if I'm going to be on anything, I want to be on there once a day sharing my items, following people that follow me, and also getting followers sharing uh, if somebody shares your listing share something of theirs back if they like something go to their closet and share follow them um so it's just you know gaining as many followers as you can sharing your stuff as much as you can making sure you have a goal of adding to your closet so you have a decent amount of inventory for people to shop from um Like I said, being as honest as you can about the items that you have, that you're selling, kind of sticking to your brand and sort of what you want to do. Making sure that if people like your items, that you go and you can offer them a special price just to likers. You can do price reductions, but what I do most of the time is anybody that likes my listing, as, as soon as I can, I go on and I offer them a special deal where you can see, like, give them a 10% off. You can also give a discount for people that bundle items. So having multiple items for them to pick from is nice because then you can give 10, 20, 30% off bundling of so many, you know, 20% off two or 10% off two, 20% off three. You can specify what you want to do. And then you can also give a discount to those that like your items. So if somebody likes something of mine, I go in, I give a special offer the, to those people that liked it. I'll do 10 or 20% off depending on where I priced it to begin with. And then a lot of times I like to give free shipping because there, there is shipping that the buyer will pay for the item. Which I like that because I sold on eBay before and you had to make sure you figured the right shipping costs in because you actually paid for that and you had to figure that into your pricing. And I don't know if that's still the same because I haven't been back on eBay in a while, but that's what I like. Poshmark takes care of the shipping. The buyer pays that. So you're just pricing your item. But you have to price your items with that into consideration that they are going to also pay a a shipping fee on top of that. So you don't want to price it too high. And then after shipping, then it's like, well, who's going to pay that for an item that isn't brand new? So you really have to kind of look at pricing with that in the forefront of your mind. But I like to give a discounted shipping or free shipping because people, I, I know I like that. I like my free shipping or discounted shipping. I, I, for some reason, I just have an issue paying for shipping. Um, So I'll reduce it by a certain percentage and then I'll give them either a discounted shipping rate or um, a free shipping. But again, you have to price your items at a point where you can have room to work with. So for me, I knew I wanted to be able to do that because it seems like that's kind of the way that it works. And that's how I wanted it to be. So I list more higher quality items that are almost new with tags or brand new, hardly worn. And I price them a little higher and then I'm able to kind of work from there, you know, and I price them where they're worth it. So if someone just buys it, they're still they're still going to want to just buy it. But if there's someone that they're looking for a deal and they like to do deals that makes them feel good about making a purchase, then I have the wiggle room to be able to do that and know that it sort of still works into getting what the item is worth for me on my end to be able to sell it and not wear it anymore. So again, that takes a little time to figure out, but that's a little word of advice for that. So looking at your pricing, getting it listed, sharing, etiquette, following, I would say be checking, have your notifications on, be checking because something that you're going to want to look for is when, if you, if people are seeing you're not sharing your item that often, they're going to know that you're probably not on there that much because that happens where people get on, they get kind of into it and then they forget about Poshmark. I actually had that happen. I gave somebody a chance who had not shared their listings in a like couple months, and I bundled and bought some things. They never shipped them out because they're not. They probably didn't even know because they're not checking Poshmark. They didn't even know that the stuff sold, and so I ended up having to cancel the order. And Poshmark does not like that because they, I think they like to keep people that, you know, they're actively in the community. They're keeping on track. They're not disappointing people that are. Buying items. And what I like about Poshmark is that they take care of everything for you. So they take care of a, giving you a postage paid shipping label. And so as long as you have a priority mailer um, that you can get from the United States Postal Service, you're good to go. And you can get them ahead of time and have them on stock for free either on their website or you can go to the post office or you can also do mailers, which I got some pouches that have some really pretty designs on it through Amazon. Got some heart stickers that say thank you. And I have a box that's all ready to go. So I have everything I need to quickly mail something out. So I have my inventory sort of in my closet where I know where all that stuff is that I don't wear because that's in my closet. And when it sells, I just get my box out. And I either use a priority mailer or I use those other mailers that have the designs on it. And I just put it in some tissue paper, wrap it up really nice. Um, Sometimes I'll put it in a plastic bag just for extra protection from water. I slide it in the cute little mailer that looks super cool and fun I put my heart thank you stickers on it sometimes I'll write a hand note to them and I print out the shipping label that's ready to go and you're I just put it down in my mailbox and put the flag up and then the uh, mailman takes it if it doesn't fit in there then I drop it at the post office which is super easy because it's all ready to go so you don't have to wait in line you can just drop it off um So I would say that's another word of advice is just have everything ready to go so that you can ship as fast as possible because people want their stuff fast. They want it fast. I mean, we're in an Amazon Prime world of two-day shipping. Now one day, people want things quickly. So being a fast shipper is going to give you a good rating. And I would say keeping to the details of focusing on getting a good rating So, you know, making sure that you're taking the time to do the fine little details that are going to get you a good rating. Because you want to keep five-star ratings so that people want to shop from you and are giving you... Because Poshmark also does not want people that have a lot of negative feedback. Um, And what's nice is they handle any issues that there are. And the person, whenever somebody buys something... They have three days to accept it, so your money is kind of held until they open it, they get it, and they accept it. If they accept it, then your money is given to you, and then they'll give you, hopefully, a good rating. And then if there's any issues, they can go through Poshmark, and it's all handled that way. Um, And all of the money is handled through Poshmark, so you don't have to deal with collecting money and dealing with any of that, which I think is really nice. So they kind of make it easy in that way to deal. They made it really easy for me to cancel my order when that person did not ship. And they reached out to them several times, communicating with me the whole time. Uh, I have had to call Poshmark one or two times. They were very nice to deal with and very helpful. And I found most everybody that I deal with on there is very kind and pleasant as well. And you kind of get to meet some new people and support other people. Um, And so I think it's overall a really cool thing. And I really, really enjoy it. And it kind of is a way for me to keep my closet cleared out. I've committed to when I made that smaller space, knowing that I'm not going to add hangers, that if, you know, I buy something from Stitch Fix to update my wardrobe, then I pick something that that goes and I list it. And I kind of keep like this revolving door and it also funds it because then as I'm selling things, I have money to buy new things or depending on how much I sell, then I have money to put towards our family budget because you can very easily put that money into a checking account. It's held in your Poshmark account, but you can also put it in your other account to pay for other things that you don't buy on Poshmark so it's just I feel like it I became very intentional about things and thought about it and was like I don't want to have extra stuff I don't want to have extra clutter I want to kind of minimalize like what I have and have less is more kind of mentality. I like the thought of recycling. I like the thought of reuse. I love consignment shopping because I get things at a discounted rate and I'm reusing something at somebody else. I love when people reuse my things. Um, so it kind of falls into something that I feel really good about doing for our environment and So that's why I Poshmark, you know, I found it, it kind of worked well for a lot of key things that were important to me. It's fun. Um, It allows me to be able to have more things that I can add to my wardrobe and then just clear out other things and not just hold on to one set and be done. And that's all I wear then. So like as seasons change, I can have a couple new things that aren't just the old things I had last summer. And I like that. And I like that then I sold other things so that I had the money to get new things. So what I'll do right now is because it's getting to be fall, I will start probably clearing out a few of my summer things. And then next season when I start getting new short sleeve things and I want to buy maybe a couple new shirts or something, well, I have already worked on selling the other inventory. Um, And... Again, as I, you know, all through my pregnancy, I wasn't wearing things, and I thought, hey, you know, I'll sell them. And then when I'm back in that body and I want to buy some new things for myself, then I'll have sold things and made money to buy new things. So, again, I have maternity and pregnancy things and nursing things that. You know, again, I was able to purchase some new things for myself since I had four. This is my fourth baby. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to wear the same things I wore, you know, with the first two or three because they're now really worn out. They're not in style, or I never really loved how they fit me. So I was able to get myself some new things. And now I've sold many of those things and made that money back. So I feel good about that. So with that said, I guess that's in a nutshell why I do Poshmark. I would highly recommend it. I really like it. And if I think of any other things that could be helpful, I will try to share them. And if you have any questions, let me know. But if this sounds like something that would work for you and be fun, try it out. Um, So for now, this is In the Studio with Anne. I'm Anne. Until next time. Hello and welcome to In The Studio With Anne podcast. I'm Anne and as always, thank you for listening. Today I want to talk about truth and is truth something people really want? We often hear people say, just tell me the truth, be honest with me. And we hear very often that relationships, friendships, marriages, they end because of lies, right? Right? Do we hear about when they end because of truth? Because in my opinion, a lot of people can't handle the truth. Maybe that's because I'm a pretty honest, upfront person and I'm realizing that not everybody can handle me because I think maybe people just want me to tell lies. (laughs) Have you experienced this? I mean, oftentimes I think, How could this relationship be strained and ending all because I told the truth in a nice way? I was honest. And have you had people put you in the position where you know they know the truth and they're like setting you up to tell the truth and you think, I better tell them the truth about this. You tell them the truth and they're still not happy with you when, okay, I guess I should have just lied and told them something that wasn't true. You know, I find that what most people want is a very, I would say, fake relationship. It's very fake. It's very just like transparent. They don't really want to know how you feel too much. You just want to like pretend everything's okay all the time when you know it's not. And it's just like everything's just like this fakeness about it. And I just feel like not many people truly can deal with somebody being honest and authentic and upfront about things. People don't really deal with emotions very well. I think that oftentimes, you know, people are just very confused and don't know how to deal with them. And, you know, I really feel like this comes from young and when they were young, you know, that's why my husband and I are trying to change the way we deal with our kids. Because we realized that we were that way. And that our kids, we don't want that for them, we want them to be able to express themselves and, and and we want to be the kind of people that they can come to and tell us the truth. Because I think it's human nature to respond kind of like in a negative way. But it's like, no, we want the truth. So we can't act like that. You know, I urge you to think about relationships. And do you have someone in your life that can't really take the truth from you? You feel like you have to lie to them. You can't be upfront and honest with them. You can't really tell them how you feel because it's too much for them. Or they'll get mad at you. And they'll be, like, kind of weird to you for a while. And then things will go back to normal. But it's awkward because it's like, okay, why are you mad at me? Because I didn't really do anything. I just told you how I felt. And, like, what's up? What's up? But I don't feel like I can talk to you. I mean, if you have that, I kind of urge you at this point to, like, think about, is that relationship a good one? Because I think too often we let people feel that way or make us feel that way. Too often, we allow people to make us believe that our feelings are not valid, that our truth is not, you know, allowed to be expressed and... You know, they don't want to hear the real truth and have to work through things versus they just would rather you just fluff over and lie to them. And that's hard for me because I'm just not that kind of a person. In the first place, you know, I would rather have less people in my life and have people that are true and I can be honest with them and I know they're honest with me because I want the truth. I don't want you to fluff over things just because you're like, oh, I just didn't know how to tell you. It's like, no, just tell me. Just tell me what's going on here because it becomes too messy, you know, when you do that, when you're just like fluffing over stuff and not really telling the truth about things and saying things are fine when they're not and, you know, that resentment. I mean, I lived that. I lived that for a lot of years in my marriage and we thought, oh, that, it's okay, it works this way. No, it, did, it didn't because we got to a point where we were just resentful and angry towards each other. We didn't understand each other. We couldn't talk to each other. We were growing cold towards each other. Um, we didn't feel like we understood each other. I mean, that's what forms like a true bond. And so I, f- I find it interesting that so many people say, tell me the truth, you know, oh, they lied to me. Well, you know, at the end of the day, why did they lie to you? Because you can't handle the truth, you know? And do you feel like those relationships, do you feel like you have that where you can't ever be honest with somebody or you're afraid they're going to get so mad at you and just not be your friend anymore when all you were was honest with them? You know, it's a tricky thing. It's a really tricky thing to say, you know, I'm just going to be honest and I'm just going to be up front with people because, you know, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So that's why I just wanted to share my thoughts about are we in relationships that we can tell the truth? Are we a person that people can tell us the truth? Do we have relationships where people feel like they can't come to us? Do we have children? that feel like they can't come to us. You know, do your children lie to you and why? Why are they lying to you? Is it them or is it you? It's a very complex thing and I think that it's something that more people need to sit down and really think about because when I did that in my life with my relationships, it really opened things up for me in understanding. You know, I just had this with my daughter who's six why is she lying to me? Oh, she just she's this she's lying, and why does she do that? Well, you know, maybe I wasn't allowing her to be honest with me, and 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 for me, that was hard because I feel like that's me. Where I'm like, they can't handle the truth, you know? They don't respond to me now; they're all mad at me, and I was even responding to my daughter in a way that made her feel that I couldn't handle the truth. So I think that. Because lies are the foundation of destruction in our relationships, lies, and, you know, not being honest, not communicating it all kind of leads to the same thing. And that's our foundation with people, you know, like, you can break a strong core relationship with one lie, you know, once that person feels like, I can't trust them anymore, like, that changes everything about that relationship and that sucks but it's it's a little bit more gray than black and white and i tend to try to be in the black and white because the gray it's it's not an area i like to be but you have to exist in the gray sometimes to realize why do people lie to you are you able to be honest with people you know it really kind of makes relationships make sense. And is there a relationship in your life that's a causing that strain between your, hus- your, your spouse to say, this is why we lie to each other because we can't deal with this person. And if that person would go and not be that stress on our life, that we felt like we had to like fluff over things and not address things because we don't know how to deal with that person. You know, that happened in our marriage with a family member where because my husband did not know how to deal with that family member, we struggled in our marriage. He would lie to me about things. He wouldn't tell me things. He would not validate how I felt because he knew that if he validated it, he had to do something about it and he couldn't. See, once we were able to recognize that it was the relationship with that family member, our marriage changed because then we realized, you know what? We can talk to each other. We can be honest with each other. We should be honest with each other. We should be able to ask that person to accommodate things when it comes to how we feel about things. And that's not okay that they won't allow us to do that. And it was tearing us apart. It's amazing how when you can remove one or two people or see a relationship for what it really is, it can really change you because then you don't feel like, oh my word, like I have to play this role. Oh wow, what a difference. And what other things I can focus on throughout the day when I feel free to be me, free to you know, not have to play this role with the person and pretend to be this person so that they don't get angry with me or upset with me or, or, you know, whatever it may be. So truth is a hard thing for me because within my 40 years of life, I'm realizing a lot of people can't handle the truth. They say they want it, but they don't. They don't want the truth. They just want you to lie to them. Fluff over stuff, act like everything's all good, and move on. They don't want to get in deep. They want to stay, you know, just they're snorkeling, right? They just want to stay on the top and go under a little bit. They don't want to scuba dive with you. They don't want to go way down in deep, and that's okay. Learning how to navigate with those people and letting them show you who they are and believing who they are is going to be key because then you'll know, hey, they're snorkeling. I'll snorkel with them, but I'm not, they don't want to scuba dive with me. They don't want to go down deep. They don't want to know any, they want to stay on the surface and that's it. You're going to have those select people that, you know, they want to go deeper with you. They want to really know you. They want you to be honest with them. They want to communicate with you. They want that healthiness and and do it with those select people don't keep trying to drag those other people down under the water with you because it's just a tension and a stress for you and then it's it's not real you know so it's something to think about especially this holiday season because i feel like we feel like we have to keep this up going with all these family members and people in our lives and there's so much going on and you know, your holiday should be stress-free for you and not feeling like you have to be around all these people that just bring you down and they just don't let you be you. And you don't want to spend your holiday being fake, you know. Sometimes you can do that and it's okay. But on the holidays for me, I got to the point where I was like, I just want to be me. I don't want to put on this face and this play this role and have to just like put up with all this stuff, you know. And so I just put it out there because I just know how much more free I felt. And when you can put the people in their right places and be, instead of being mad and angry, because right now I am, I'm having that where I have a friend that I'm like, okay, she showed me who she is. She doesn't want to go deep. She's surfacey. She wants me to lie to her. I, I'm feeling like our friendship is strained because I told her the truth and so, okay, now I know where she belongs. And it's sad, but she showed me who she is. I believe her, and we're going to move on. Where before, I would have just like held on to it and been mad and be like, oh my gosh. And, and, you know, just would sort have of really stressed me out. And I would have just focused on all the negative parts of it. But it's actually a blessing for you. It's, it's actually a good thing because now you know where you stand with them. And so from now on with her, I will not tell the truth. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to lie because I'm not a lying person, but I'm not going to like put myself in the situation where I'm going to like, I don't know, really tell her the honest truth kind of the way I did before. I mean, I don't know. I'm still kind of navigating that because lying and not being honest is hard for me because I'm just, I don't like it because it just leads to unhealthiness and kind of fakeness, but... I do, I think that I'm just going to keep it kind of surfacy and just that's where we're going to be. And that's okay, that's okay. Don't let those people, because they're different from you, make you feel like you're wrong for being who you are. If you're the kind of person that's like me and you're like, it's not your jam to just kind of just like have like a ton of friends that you're just like surfacy with everybody where you just rather have your select few that you're just real with, um, you don't do the fake surfacey stuff. Um, don't feel bad about it because it's just, it's not right. It's not wrong. It's just different. And just know your differences with people and respect it. Don't get angry about it, but know where you are going to be with them. Are they going to snorkel with you or are they diving deep into the waters and they can scuba dive. You know, that's kind of just like my funny way of thinking about it because that's in my mind how it makes sense. But anyway, I have a baby that needs me to get back to her. But you know, I'm just popping into my little studio here to just kind of express some thoughts and, and maybe you feel the same way and maybe it'll resonate with you. If it doesn't, Sorry I wasted your time. But anyway, it's my thoughts. This is In the Studio with Anne. So I thank you for listening and have a great day. Until next time.